My name's Terry. Welcome to the Oddscast. Welcome to the Oddscast. Anything more? Welcome to the Oddscast. I don't know. I had a sinus infection like last week and then it went to my lungs. Because when we went to Vermont, like we were just all, we were all just like no um, sharing water, and like he was like, "Oh, I just got over bronchitis," and then I was like, "Thanks, man." Hey, everybody! Welcome to another edition of. Oh, sorry, wrong, uh, wrong thing. Uh, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Odds Cast. Here, uh, this is Joe Delera alongside producer Corey and Terry Takes. Uh, it is still not confirmed whether uh, co-host Dominic DeLeo has the coronavirus, but he is not present here today. We shunned him. We told him to go to bed, have some OJ, and uh, take all of the medicine. Um, don't discriminate against it. So obviously this week, um, is, the big game is here, um, and you know we've kind of been building up to this. Can we say Super Bowl? What are the rules on that? Well, you just did, so. Oh. Uh, no, I think you can. I mean, as long as we're not making money off of it. I mean, we are. I mean, we are yeah, gambling, like, but it's not advertising purposes. Yes. I just don't know the rules on that. It's, I can check them. If okay. anybody wants to sponsor us and then let us test this out, that would be great. Yeah. So that would be a good way to maybe find out. Yeah, I'll take any advertising. Yeah. Don't care what product it is. Shitty I'll sell sports book available. Anything. Yeah. Honestly, like it would be great if we could sponsor like prescription medicine, like Z Packs. It's the season. Uh, what? That just rolled right off the tongue. You should yeah. be in ads. Yeah. Jeez. Fuck. Fucking. Like lot they of, need more. A lot of drug talk out of you today. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on with you. Uh, yeah. But you're right. We do have the Super Bowl. This. Week has felt like it's dragged on forever. I feel like I haven't watched football since you know last year. Did you uh, watch the Pro Bowl at all? Yes, I bet on the Pro Bowl, and it was the AFC was part of my inclusive parlay. That leg hit. What about the other two? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably if, not. If people have been betting just my legs of the inclusive parlay, I have to be like ten and two, <laughs> and you you'd be a rich person. So I'm just putting that out there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> And I bet the over hit. Yeah, I bet Love the AFC. The I bet the AFC as well. Uh, so that was a nice little, uh, nice little uh, extra bonus to my Super Bowl bankroll. Like the, like the, the. I don't want to say real gamblers, but like, because I feel like I'm a real gambler. But would you say you're you're a real, the, are you a real gambler? The or pro. I, if for people at home, I'm doing air quotes around this. The pros. To, like they say, don't bet on the Pro Bowl. But like, how do you know a football game's going on and not bet on it? Like, how do you look yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what, I'm going to pass? Yeah, when that's the only technically pro football game on. Like, if there's a full 60 minutes of football on where a winner is declared at the end and possibly it's the last one of the season, how could you look at that game and just not pick a winner? I don't understand who would ever do that. Got to be an idiot. It's, it's so stupid. Like, and like, it's who crazy. wouldn't bet on it? Who wouldn't bet the full game? I don't understand. I yeah. don't get it. So, like, you're psychopaths. <laughs> you need to be checked out in a mental institution. You got to bet. You got to bet. <laughs> you have to. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, like, in terms of looking at that, though, um, I know, like, you're pro- like the, the, the Pro Bowl is not really the most fun thing to bet on. It's just something that we have to do. Um, so when you're looking at the Super Bowl, how have you been able to contain yourself with, like, your bankroll management? Because there are just so many props. 
there's a ton of props. Um, it's very overwhelming the amount of bets and just, uh, I just I check the line every day. Oh, every day I check the line like yeah, three times a day. I Even I still, like <laughs> I have alerts like using like on the Action app, uh, Action Network app, just to see like for line movement and it like it's like when you think you get a text and you're just checking your phone, oh, yeah. like you think your pocket vibrated, and yeah. you're like, oh, did I get a text? Like, no, no, there's nothing there. You're just going insane. <laughs> oh, it's been two hours, lunch. It's just a yeah. great opportunity. But that's like, I'm just checking lines. It's like, oh, did the total get over 55 yet? Or what, like, what, what's going on? Is it a pick em yet? Normally, like, you can't say, like, that's a great line so many times, and it'd be okay and legal to say, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, just looking at this game from the line, like, without analyzing it yet, but... When it opened at, you know, whatever two, two or one and a half, it's kind of, it kind of takes the wind out of yourselves. Like there's nothing to really jump on immediately. Yeah, uh, because like you might as well just bet the money line either side. Yeah, that's what I did. Like I would, I, I saw some stat that said only like I think it was like three or four Super Bowls have where the spread has actually mattered. Um, but. I don't know. Like in a game like this where the spread's one and a half, I would, I'm not. I'm just gonna lay the extra money on or take the plus odds on the money line. Yeah. Um, for a game that's this close. So yeah. I mean, like I know. I think we're both leaning the same way on this, right? Uh, yeah. So, so if if you, if you want to hop hop on into it, uh, I do. I do like the Chiefs in this game. Just uh, and you do as well. Yes. Um, just to give quick overview for our boy. Uh, Dami DeLeo, he's not here with us today. Uh, he's not dead. Here's a little DV. We don't know that yet. Maybe. Yeah, uh, here's a little DVOA action. <laughs> <laughs> we got so the Chiefs. Uh, this is uh, from Football Outsiders. The updated, you know, after the championship games, uh, the Chiefs are weighted DVOA the tech, second total. Uh, they have first rated offense, twelfth def- uh, defense and third special teams. And then for the 49ers, they're fourth in weighted DVOA uh, with the sixth best offense, uh, weighted fourth in defense, and eighth in special teams. So uh, just based on that, how as a Chiefs backer, how do you feel that, you know, according to these metrics, and, you know, I guess the eye test as well, that the Chiefs, defense despite you know the strides they've made they're the worst unit that's going to be on the field um i i feel like i'm still ready to back like to me like the i think the chiefs defense is it feels like it's played pretty well in the playoffs um but i also just am not going to not back Patrick Mahomes when their defense isn't bad you know it's not like their defense is bad like I'd rather like if I'm looking at this I'm gonna say well I'd rather Jimmy G like have to beat me like that he has to beat my worst unit uh which is the defense so it's not like necessarily that you know it's like oh well like I need my offense to overperform you're really looking at and saying like I just need my defense to maybe step up a little bit and make them rise to the challenge as well yeah so that's kind of what I'm looking at anyway yeah, I mean, in terms of this game, uh, you know, you know, as we talked a lot about the spread, I don't know if we said it, but the spread right now is the Chiefs are favored by one and a half points. Uh, the money line is what minus one twenty, one twenty one, or one twenty eight, some places. Um, so. so there's, you know, there's not much much room there. Uh, so you know, like we were saying, you could just take the money line. Yeah. Um, 
What were you just saying? Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like I mean, so that's a, that. I, I think he's the best player on the field. Yeah, no, but that's so that's the reasoning why I back the Chiefs. You know, they have the number one rated offense, and like you said, I, I I'll trust Patrick Mahomes. Is you know everything in my body is saying you know just the 49ers are more a complete team. They can put it all together and win this game. But then there's just that you know that gut feeling is like, are you really going to bet against the best player on the field when? that player plays the most important position on the field in quarterback. Like yeah. if, if this was like, if it was Saquon Barkley or, you know, yeah, or Derek I, Henry, like yeah. we saw him win games, but you know, ultimately they lost. Yeah. So it, the, it, it's not necessarily that he's the best player on the field. It's that he's the best player on the field playing the most important position on the yeah. field. I completely agree with that. And I mean, when you look at it, teams have tried to scheme against Mahomes and it gets kind of worked to some extent. Um, we've seen that he plays much better against zone coverage than uh, man coverage, but it turns out that the 49ers seem to play zone coverage at like one of the highest rates in the league. Yeah. So I like that. And I, I mean, I understand why the 49ers can do that because they can kind of play drop coverage because their front four gets so much, uh, <laughs> their front four gets so much pressure. Um, but I, I, I think that he's mobile enough to kind of scoot around buy himself a little bit of time. And I think that he is going to be able to pick apart this 49ers defense. If they're going to play zone coverage against him because he's got such good wide receivers and he's got fast wide receivers yeah. uh, that can break a zone essentially. Yeah. And the pass rush, the 49ers pass rush is going to have to be disciplined and not, you know, over pursue or you know, run past him, give him those lanes to step up and extend the play to, you know, let, allow his receivers to, you know, 49ers are great, you know, covering, but, you know, you can only cover for so long if you have Mahomes, you know, getting outside the pocket, extending the play. It's going to, you know, lend it to the uh, Chiefs' favor. Um, but the reasons why uh, I like the Chiefs is just that there's just looking at the game, there's more avenues for them to win yeah if so i see a 49ers victory being you know they get the ball in the first half shanahan's great at drawing up plays jimmy g looks great uh with the scripted plays so that's generally like the first 20 20 plays of the 20 game plays of the game yeah. and then you know the adjustments are made and it's you know things kind of not that they get worse there's there's still the sixth best offense in the league but yeah. it, 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 you could see there's not as much comfort there um so I, for a 49ers win i think that they need to get up and get a lead and then play with that lead there i think they're yeah. more equipped to finish off the games you know not the texans or not the titans yeah. uh you know they had those leads against against the chiefs where they couldn't hold on a lead you know i think the 49ers with their defense and the run offense they can they can finish that off i agree and i i mean i guess to play devil's advocate we have seen the 49ers and jimmy j put up points like against good teams i mean they put up uh was it 48 against the saints um so and jimmy g had a good game there so it's not that he it's not that he can't step up and like lead a team to a victory it's just i I think that that's the more unlikely outcome here. Yeah. Um, I, and if they fall behind, that's what he's going to have to do. Yeah. Because I don't think that this is... I could see the Chiefs getting out very early to like a ten, like 7 nothing, 10 nothing, 14 nothing lead. And the 49ers are going to be kind of in a catch-22. It's like, do you 
continue to run the ball because that's what you got that's what you do as a team Mm -hmm. or are you going to say like all right jimmy g like you better get us back in this game yeah and i I think they would stay committed to the run i like the titans who kind of went away from it in the second half when derrick henry usually dominates but that's the thing is that i think there's really only you know one or two paths for the 49ers to get this win and if it's the chiefs you know if they go up early i think the 49ers are immediately in trouble i agree uh and even if the 49ers are up 10 14 you know 17 21 gets a little dicey but yeah, still 21 gets to be a lot yeah <laughs> it's it's patrick mahomes and we've seen it before in this playoffs where he's you know able to lead these teams back and you know sometimes and score fast y- yeah uh, you know generally if you're down 24 points you think like let's just get it close at halftime and you know we'll get him in the second half and <laughs> he's like oh, mahomes, let me try to cover the whole spread. yeah he doesn't want to get <laughs> like he, mahomes doesn't even want to go into halftime down so the fact that they have patrick mahomes he's not a secret weapon everyone knows who he is but he's just that much he's that great of a player that again playing the most important position where he can put the team on his back and you know bring them back to the win or just take them from start to finish yeah and just leaving the 49ers in the dust so that's those that's one of the reasons why i like the 49ers or i'm sorry the The chiefs Chiefs. the other reason is the special teams is that the the chiefs have the third best uh in the league Uh, they have the best kick return in the league uh with mccall hardman Uh, you saw him take the uh, 104 yarder this year hopefully um, they don't try to like put Tyreek Hill in the back there and have him like yeah. fucking muff a kick yeah shit. yeah but you know. uh, but even still like that's another thing though but they have that but they weapon. have another they guy can put, yeah. they can put both of them back there and they can make something happen um and then you have the 49ers who have Robbie Gold who is made I think he's uh six for 12 on 40 plus yarders this year yeah but so, within 40 yards I think he's he hasn't missed. Yeah, but I mean, it's a Super Bowl, and with a spread at one and a half points, essentially, you know, it one could, field goal, could end yeah. up with a pick 'em. You got to look for these edges where I think the the Chiefs' special teams is much better than the uh, 49ers. And, you know, when you have Harrison but- Butker, you know, I have more confidence in him making a kick than I do Robbie Gold. And, you know, missed extra points and come to play it's you know it's going to be outdoors i think the last time i checked there might be like a 10 mile an hour wind it's not i think it's nothing crazy but but, but like i know i don't know it's it's something to think about yeah it's a like they say it's a third of the game joe true you can't you can't overlook that and butker's kicked uh, his career long is a 58 yard field goal yeah so in a game where like you said you might be i you could i could entirely see a scenario where uh at the end of the half maybe um chiefs get the ball a little bit of time left and they are able to kick an over 50 yard field goal exactly. with some certainty yeah um so so it's an advantage that you know you can't you can't lose track of uh no, when you're when you're looking at the market um so so we're both we're both on the chiefs uh, Corey, you want to make a pick? What? Yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> do you want to make a pick? Uh, let's go with the Chiefs. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Patton Holmes, duh. Bride Tribe, solidarity. Um, so, uh, in terms of the total, do you have any feel on the total? It's fifty-four and a half. Generally, most places. Uh, William Hill has it at fifty-five minus one ten. Yeah. Um, I felt like such an idiot when I bet the over last year on this i don't even remember I what it was over I, too. and like i <laughs> was so wrong no it was um awful. i don't i don't think that we see a total like i don't think we see a game that's that low scoring again but i do think that 
the public is inflating this number. Um, I think people want to bet the over because it's the Super Bowl. And I don't – like at 55, you're hitting that key number. So I, I'm more inclined to bet the under here. Um, but I think that it's – I agree. Like I think the public's going to keep driving this up as it gets closer to kickoff time, don't you? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I think, I think they're going to – I think they might, but I think the the sharps are going to hammer hammer the under soon. So I I did open a position on the under last night on William Hill at fifty five, um, and I'll look to add more if it gets over yeah, if it 55. Like fifty five and a half or something. Um, but also, so I do like the under. I agree. I think it's outdoor game. It's a Super Bowl. You do have two two quarterbacks playing in their first Super Bowl ever. Uh, there's definitely going to be some nerves there. You know, you're only human yeah. no matter what. And generally in the first, the first quarter of the Super Bowls are pretty low scoring and the chiefs have also Been started slow. slow. Yeah. Um, so I, I do like the under, uh, I do like a live total. So like going back to what we were saying okay. about how there's different paths to victory and that there's more paths for the chiefs. If the 49ers get up, you know, Set if they score first, set a touchdown, or they get up ten. I'm I'm gonna bet the live over because the Chiefs yeah. are gonna you know gonna throw the ball and be aggressive and yeah. try to keep scoring. And honestly, the probably the way the 49ers get up, like if it's seven nothing, ten nothing, something like that, it's probably by running the ball. They probably ate a decent amount of clock. You're probably gonna get a scenario where your live over might be sub fifty if you're lucky. Uh, yeah, I I just think you know that's just how that's going to if the 49ers score early and often it's um, i'm going live over uh, on the flip side going to the Chiefs scenario where they get up i'm looking at a live under just because chiefs are going to get up they're scored yeah you'll probably see i think the 49ers are still going to run the ball um and try to keep Mahomes off the field if they can. as much as they can yeah. as much as they can um and so you'll get that inflated number with the books seeing the Chiefs scoring first yeah um so I would look to take take the under because uh, you know if they're up in the second half they're probably gonna slow down a little bit try to run the ball more run some more clock so that's my I have my 55 in 55 but I'm nice. still looking nice. to seeing where the line goes from here i have my small position and then i'm going to try to add based on what happens during the game and what i'm seeing yeah i agree with that i think that's a good take um so i guess the interesting thing is you know and we're going to get into some of our props later but is there anything that you're looking at like based on like if you're in your ideal narrative here for this game um what's because like maybe you have different props that you like because they kind of fit both narratives but in your ideal narrative for the game is there a prop or like an angle that you're looking at to play here um uh i do i i i, I like the 49ers first quarter i think it's uh plus plus a half plus half is like minus 150 um and i think i'm not sure what the money line is um but i do i do like them to win the first quarter um, so that's some, that's a bet I would look to make, and and based on that, I'm looking to hit the Chiefs uh, live. Anything over uh, th- three points, okay. I'm gonna try to grab yeah. um, because as we've seen, like the they'll they'll come back. Yeah, the thing that's kind of thrown me off is in all of our line shopping is that we saw. I I, just, I mean, we just were talking about this a little bit earlier, but on Bet MGM and on the Borgata Sports app. They have a boost right now for the 49ers money line plus 200, 
which threw me off entirely. Yeah. Because normally when I see a boost like that, I'm thinking that, like, what is the angle here? There's got to be something wrong with this bet because there's clear value on that. Um, yeah. I mean, it doubled the odds. Yeah. And I mean, like, it makes me want to take it just because I'm like, well, that's kind of crazy that I can get plus 200 odds on the Super Bowl um, on the money line on a basically a pick em. Um, but I, it also gave me some pause because I'm like, what do they know something that I don't know? Or are they just trying to always. get more of the handle on the, the 49ers? House always knows. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's, if you like the 49ers, definitely, um, take a look at that. Take a look into that. Uh, based on So we're both, we both like the under, we both like the chiefs. Very boring. Yeah. Um, but that's, and I mean, that's if, what we like. Uh, if you're yes. looking now to just based on the. I'm not going to I'm not going to give you the spread because I don't think the spread is like all that important in terms of the split. It's uh but in, if you look at the money line for the bets to money, right now you're looking at 39% of the bets. Would you say they're on the 49ers or on the Chiefs? 49ers. 39% of the bets are on the Chiefs money line. Money line. Well, that's because they're minus hot. 53% of the money is on the Chiefs. So the Chiefs are getting hit with plus 14% sharp money. Interesting. Um, which is interesting. Um, and I think, and I, I, I actually find it to be a little surprising. Um, I would think that they would be getting more bets as the favorite, but I guess the 49ers are getting more bet action. Yeah. So, which, I, I don't know. I, I just found that surprising. Maybe it has to do with futures, that more people have futures on the Chiefs than on the 49ers, because the 49ers are obviously like, we're not a popular pick at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe that has something to do with it, but I don't really think so. I feel like a lot of times the big bettors are not hedging on their Super Bowl bets here. Yeah, I mean, I have a Chiefs plus 750 future, um, but uh, (laughs) theoretically I should hedge, um, but there's not that much, (laughs) there's not much margin, uh, and I might as well I don't know. I just kind of want to let it ride because I really do believe in the Chiefs. So yeah. I could be heartbroken double but, when yeah. I lose my actual game bet, my future. Well, you put a lot. You would you, you were putting like just like free bets on it, right? Like yeah, like o- over the course of the year, anytime one of these apps gave me a free bet, I was just putting it on the <laughs> Chiefs. That's wild. So I've just been built like seven fifty was the best odds, but I've yeah. been adding since. So uh, I'll get a nice return, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to hedge on that. No, I don't really. I don't really blame you either. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, so that's that's the that's our like the, Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Super we said it. We said it. So that's kind of our analysis here. Um, we're gonna kind of transition into a little bit of a prop thing. So uh, we're going to call in a we, special guest. Yeah, or a special guest is gonna call in. Yeah, one or one or the other. Yeah, it depends. We'll on go over. We look. We know you open your app. You open multiple apps. Always have. You should have multiple apps so you can line shop. But these props can be daunting. We're gonna we're gonna help get you home. We're a little tugboat. Yeah, getting you into the port. All right, splice it in here, producer Corey. <laughs> sure, Joe. Two hours later. Welcome back to the Oddscast. Uh, Terry takes here with Joe Delera. Uh, we had teased before we took a little break that we had a very special guest uh, joining us today. And who would have guessed? Do you have any guesses? I don't know. Is it uh, is it uh, Demi Lovato? No, it's not. You uh, want to guess fuck. again? Um, so is it? It's not Joe Biden. Oh, it's not. Okay. No. What about what about uh, it, Trump's not going to do it, is he? No. Okay. He's, his team probably didn't let him. No. Um, yeah. No. What about uh, Beyonce? No. Uh, better or Last, uh, better? Oh, oh, oh. Hotter. Better dancer. 
Jennifer Lopez? No. Oh. It's Dominic DeLeo, <laughs> oh. the resident host. He is a bit under the weather, so he is quarantined, unsure, waiting on the test. If it's the coronavirus, find your beach. <laughs> uh, Dominic, how are you feeling, first off? Um, I'm feeling better now that you said that I'm a better dancer than Beyonce. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, a little under the weather, but, you know, it's uh, it'll, it'll pass, hopefully. And uh, It's Super Bowl week. Yeah, hopefully it'll be uh, better in time for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. one of my favorite days of the year. You 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 got to power through. Would love would yeah. love to watch the game with you. <laughs> put, we'll I'm put open. you we'll put you in a bubble. A little bubble bar. Right. Uh, Sounds so, good. But thanks for having me on. No, I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Uh, so Joe and I gave gave the audience our thoughts on the game. So before we go anywhere else, you know what what are your initial thoughts on the game? Do you have a play for the full game total? What do you, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. You've had a lot um, of free time. Yeah, I've been going back and forth um, ever since the championship games. Um, I've loved the Niners all year. You know this. We've been fighting over uh, Kyle Shanahan and the Niners pretty much all year. Yes. Um, and so it's been kind of a recurring theme. I think I think the Niners are a better team, um, but I just the better the best player in this game is Patrick Mahomes, and you know. The, the, the narrative kind of fits the Chiefs, and I'm a big narrative guy. Even though I do think the Niners are a better team, I think you know Reed, you know, going to the playoffs like 16 times in his career, never winning a Super Bowl, and, and Patrick Mahomes just kind of ascending as this uh, you know best player in the NFL. Um, I, I think that you know it's it's hard to, to pick against the Chiefs. I know both of you are are on the Chiefs. Is that correct? Is that still still a thing? That's accurate. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I don't feel as good about it as I did earlier in the week as mm-hmm. I listen to the storylines and read some more, but I I'll still I'm still a believer. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's going to be hard for me not to bet the actual spread or money line. I don't as of right now, I don't think I'm going to. I think that there's enough props out there to kind of make this a profitable day, even if you aren't um, too sure or have that strong of opinion on the game, and that's why I think it's, it's such a good Super Bowl. It really is like one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a long time going into it. I mean, both of these teams are crazy high-rated in DVOA. Um, they're, they've are looked like the best team the whole entire playoffs, and it really doesn't seem very fluky. Um, I will say that the under... Um, if it gets over like 55 or it gets 255, I'm probably hitting the under. 55 um, on William Hill right now. I bet it last night. Oh, really? So, yeah, you, you noticed that key number. So that's that's a 34, 20, you know, 31, 24 kind of game. Oh, yeah. Um, so I might, I might have to join you on that. I'm Would leaning you? towards the under, but I want to see how high it gets because I just think that, you know, public is going to hammer um, the over as it gets closer to game time. Yeah. You know, it's like that old mantra bet um bet unders early bet overs late so we'll see how, how high it gets during game time but i'm leaning towards the under is that uh, an old mantra then, would you... yeah I, I saw something on instagram or twitter and uh oh, I that makes it. it old yeah i like I think it's true I, I like it i like that i'm gonna get a yeah. tattoo tattoo what is the, uh, what is the tattoo <laughs> you're gonna say it. what will the tattoo say it said bet unders late no bet unders or I, what is it bet <laughs> Bet unders early, overs late. Okay. So wait, why are you waiting to bet the under then? Because it's a public game? No, no, wait, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind of old mantra is this? <laughs> the point is, the point is, if you're betting, yes, bet unders late. 
because the public's going to hammer the over, and by the time it gets to game time, hopefully we'll get it up to fifty six. So okay, um, but that that's my thought in the game. I think it's it could go either way, but I, I think that, like I said, Niners better team, Mahomes better player, uh, best player, but don't really have a strong opinion on on the actual game. I think it's a coin flip. So. Um, okay, but if you had to pick this game correctly to get over your illness, or else you're sick forever. <sighs> What? Who do you pick? That's a tough one. I mean, Mahomes. Do I? You know, it's like that old that that saying that you you don't want one quarterback to lead you on the fourth quarter. You know, it used to be Rodgers this whole time, but I think that you know I'd rather have um, I'd rather be rooting for Mahomes to get over my illness than I would Jimmy G. But yeah. So you read on a buy. A lot of things. A lot of things. So what? So you 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 lean the Chiefs? I don't know. I don't know, Terry. So you're just going to be sick forever. This is going <laughs> to this is this is classic fitting into your new thing where you just can't pick a winner, so you just bet the over on a single team's points. Yeah, I mean it's worked out pretty well. I mean, look, there's games where you have strong opinions, and that's when you usually fire. This game, I'm not going to force myself to uh, leverage my bankroll on a, on a game that I don't really have a strong opinion on either way. So, yeah, um, you uh, know, I'm trying to be a smart better. I feel always happen. Hey, yeah, you know, bet always bet with your head, not with your penis. That's that old yes. saying that there is. But I am excited. To it talk might about mean you might bet better, There's bigger than so. There. there are a million props out there, and it's very overwhelming. Um, it's just like way too much. Just especially when you're like shopping lines on different books, it's, it, it, it hurts my head. It gives me a headache. Yeah. I don't know about you. You know, action should really have. I don't know if you we have any connections with the product development over there, but they gotta. You know, just like they have the compare books with the actual spread and totals, they should have, especially for the Super Bowl, um, the props. It's just probably. be able to look at the lines without logging into every book. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard to figure out too, just because there's so many, and the lines seem to move like kind of rapidly. Because if like one person puts a big bet in on it, the line's gonna just like swing all the way over somewhere. Yeah, but. definitely. All right, so now that we're talking about props, uh, let's let's do a little game. We're gonna. Each of us is going to pick our four favorite props, uh, and we're going to have a bankroll of five units. We can split those five units however however we'd like, but we have to spend all of, all of our units. We'll do a little snake draft. or Yeah, do you want to do a snake draft? How do you want to do that? We'll do snake. Snake draft sounds fine to me. We'll, it sounds like a really fun game. I'm excited to play. We'll do, we'll do snake draft. Um, so whoever, you know, we'll pick... Favorite prop, you know, give a, a sentence or two why you like it, um, and then you know how much you're, how much you're betting on it, and then at the end of the after the Super Bowl next week, we'll recap and see who won. Check it on on the social medias, all all the twitters, um, and what what does the winner get? What do you guys want to do for the winner? Spent Ooh. have to kiss Dom with his illness, or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't really thought about well, a that'd prize. be the loser. The, oh well, well. Drink, drink, there. Loser buys drinks. Dom might lose it on purpose. Then, if it all right. <laughs> we'll say, we'll say, uh, fancy steak dinner. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what we'll do. All right. Uh, so who wants to go first? Uh, why don't we get uh, why don't we get our guest on first? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Guest first. We don't know how long you'll live, so you go first. <laughs> yeah, better get your bet out here. 
<laughs> All right, so we're gonna start. We're doing snake, right? So I got to get my good ones out of the way first. Uh, um, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Huh, huh. Also, let's be clear. You can't. You can't pick someone else's prop. You can. You yeah, can go oppose you, it. You can go the opposite way, but you can't repeat props. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, to get this one out of the way, I think that this is the um, this bet. Uh, this prop bet has a crazy amount of value. Um, we talked a little bit about it. Um, I think it was last week's pod that that. Uh, MVP quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Um, there's been a lot of receivers that have won it recently. Um, there's been a couple defensive players, and I think that everyone is on this um, game script of oh, the Niners' defense is going to have to come up big if they're going to win. Um, but you know, the Chiefs have only. I think I was looking at some stats where it was like only they've only lost one game in the home's entire career where they've scored less than 20 points. Um, and I think that Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the Niners, has shown that he can run with some big teams. You know, they played New Orleans, I think, in week 13, week 14. They put up 48 points. Uh, he threw for like 300 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. And I think this game is going to be too high scoring for a defensive player to win the MVP. And if you're looking at a game that, like I said, I don't really have a strong opinion on who's going to win. Um, but if it's a coin flip game and I can get the quarterback of the one team at MVP odds of plus 240 on DraftKings, I'm going to take it every time. So I'm going Jimmy Garoppolo, MVP, plus 240, one unit of my five-unit bankroll as wow. my first prop bet. Interesting choice. What were the odds? 245. 240. Plus 240. All right, Joe, I'll let you go next. Okay, so uh, unlike Dom, I did a little bit more research onto this bet. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off in chronological order here. We are starting with Demi Lovato and the National Anthem. Oh, my God. <laughs> Demi Lovato has sang the anthem seven times for a total of 799 seconds since the Cowboys-Seahawks, or some weird fighting competition back in the day. But we're looking at her getting progressively longer in her times generally. So uh, most recently, we had 133 seconds for Mayweather-McGregor in 2017. World Series Game 4, 2015, 118 seconds. World Series 2012, 110 seconds. World Series 2011, 109 seconds. In 2010, there's almost like an outlier in this Dodgers game, 120 seconds. Um, and then you have 112 seconds, 97 seconds. I think that the 97 seconds is kind of like a throwaway a little bit, but you're looking at really an average of 114 seconds per anthem song. Now, a lot of books are kind of all over the place. Bavada sets this at an over-under of 121 seconds. Over is minus 175. Under is plus 135. I think, and my bet is going to be on the under here at plus 135 uh, for one unit, as I think that she regresses a little bit more towards the mean. And I think that we look at the average and we look at the median and where she's landing here, and I'm going to take the under of two minutes and one second, a.k.a. 121 seconds. Let's go, Demi. So, that- And honestly, on the plus side, if she sings longer, I get to look at her more. Wait, so that was, that was your first bet? That's my first prop bet. That was, you realize how you could have gotten that at any time. 
<laughs> I need to lock it in here, Terry. <laughs> no one was going to pick. Can you even bet that anywhere? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Oh, my. I'm going to find it. No, I, I actually can. It's just like not on a, it's not on Fandle. All right. <laughs> well, Joe's ruined the game. Two picks <laughs> Um, okay, I guess it's my turn. I'll go two. Or do I get two in a row? Or are we yeah, going back get, to Dom? You get two in a row. Okay, can't wait to hear your next pick. <laughs> uh, with my first pick uh, on FanDuel, they are offering this minus uh, one fifteen. It's uh, George Kittle over uh, Kelsey receiving yards. Plus two and a half. So you're getting two and a half yards with Kittle. Uh, I'm going to do two and a half units on that. I think that. Yeah. Excuse me. I think that Kelsey's going to get his receptions, but I think for the most part with the linebackers that uh, uh, 49ers have, they're good coverage linebackers, and they're generally going to keep everything in front of them with their uh, their secondary. They're not going to give up too many big plays. Obviously, you know, there's some variables in Mahomes scrambling uh, and, you know, extending plays. But I think Kelsey will have his catches, but I don't think his yards are going to be too high. I think Kittle is going to, you know, have – he's their main option on offense, um, and I think he's going to be able to get – get some yards he might not have the receptions but i think that kittle will get the i think kittle will get the yards and kelsey will get the receptions if that makes sense so you're getting you know almost minus one not too much juice um to get kittle built in two and a half yards if they both catch no passes you win so um that was good yeah I, i think that i think that bet offers a lot of value for you know close to close to even money um, with my second pick, I'm going to take Damian Williams over three and a half receptions at even money on, uh, I believe it was Borgata, the Borgata app. Uh, I think the 49ers front four, you know, gets pressure on their own. Uh, they don't need the blitz. So they drop a lot, you know, they can drop a lot in the coverage, the linebackers. Uh, so you're going to have... Mahomes moving around in the pocket, you know, maybe checking down when he's getting getting pressure that way. You're going to have Andy Reid definitely is putting in some screens this week to use with Damian Williams, hopefully, or just screens in general uh, to try to slow down that pass rush. Uh, so I, I don't know how many yards Damian Williams will have, but I think he'll at least get, you know, four catches uh, out of the backfield that uh, – What's his name? Dalvin Cook had, I believe, six six catches against the 49ers, and Aaron Jones had five. I think Damian Williams, of those three running backs, is you know going to catch the ball more in this offense uh, than those those backs generally do. So over three and a half, even money, give it to me. Oh, how many? How, how many I, units? I want uh, one unit. Yeah, I like it. I think that uh, the Niners have looked susceptible to screens. I will say that. I don't have the stats to back it up, but the eye test says that. Oh, cool, cool. All right. So uh, my next... Wait, timeout. One and a half units. That's what I meant. What did you say? Wait. One? How yeah. many? Yeah, we get five units. Yeah, one and a so half. So you're up to three. All right. No. <laughs> Two and a half plus one and a half is four, Joe. 
Oh, yeah. That's accurate. Okay, Joe, go ahead. Guess um, the Gatorade color. <laughs> no. Uh, so, actually, my next bet is um, going to be uh, we're going to look at the wide receiver market here. And what I noticed that the 49ers uh, play off coverage at one of the highest rates in the league. And what that kind of does is it funnels passes to the shorter area of the field. And they do this at the fourth highest rate and they, at 60% of the time. Um, so opponents kind of average 6.9 yards per attempt against them, which is one of the shortest in the uh, NFL. <laughs> and they gain uh, 60% of their yards after the catch. So I think that this is going to be a game where it's a little bit more uh, between the 49ers pressure and uh, the tendency to play off coverage. I think that you're going to see more uh, individual passes being completed. So what I'm looking at here is I'm looking at uh, Tyreek Hill over five and a half receptions at plus 125 for two units. And that's my bet here. Five, five and a half receptions plus 125. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got two picks here? Yes. Yes, you do. All right. Um, used one I unit. know it's, it, it's tough in these prop slips to kind of fall victim to the plus odds. And, and you know, there's a reason why it's plus – it's two to one, it's three to one. Um, so I would recommend doing a minus bet, um, like a minus 150, 167, something like that, to kind of – solidify your bankroll um just to make sure you're not you know doing all two to one three to one props and not hitting any of them or hitting one and then wondering why you're in the red pretty bad um so i with that being said yes yeah do we lose you did the corona get you (laughs) i'm back i'm back um i am going to go with over 15 and a half yards longest penalty at minus 160 i'm going to put three units on this bet you said 15 and a half over 15 and a half yards longest penalty okay minus 160 for three units okay do you want to explain it are you rooting so does that mean that you're rooting for the refs so what that means is Bill Vinovich. Yeah. He's rooting for the refs. The, in a season that has been marred by pass interference calls and just the review of pass interference calls, um, I think it will be poetic in the Super Bowl to have at least one pass interference call that's more than fifteen yards and there might be a review, there might be not, but it'll be just typical NFL on the biggest stage to have one of their most, you know, talked about problems with officiating to come alive in the Super Bowl. Um, some stats on this, just to make sure that, you know, that it's a right bet. Both of these teams have 11 pass interferences um, in the season, Kansas city, 250 San Francisco, 198 that between both of them, that's 1.375 pass interferences per game, 28 yards per penalty. So you're just hoping that the um, pass interference is normal in this game and just one needs to be over 15 yards. So that's my uh, get the bankroll right, three units on that. And then um, so my next bet is a bet that I really like. 
it is Kendrick Bourne touchdown anytime plus three forty. And this is on DraftKings, and I'll do a half unit on this. So I think I'm up to four and a half after this. Is that right? That's accurate. That's correct. Okay. So Kendrick Bourne. Fifty-eight point nine percent of his snaps come from the slot. He leads the 49ers with six receiving touchdowns this season. All of them have come since week nine. Kansas City, Kendall Fuller, who was the slot cornerback, allowed the highest quarterback rating in the NFL to slot wide receivers at 138.7 since their safety, Juan Thornhill, has gone down with a season injury. He has moved to the safety, but he still plays in the slot sometimes when he comes up um, in the box. There's a new slot cornerback, Rashad Fenton, um, that struggled in Week 17. Keenan Allen played the majority of his snaps from the slot for the Chargers, had a huge day against the Chiefs. They gave up four passes to Adam Humphreys in the slot last week, or you know, at the AFC Championship game, even though he only played eight snaps. Um, I think a lot of the double teams are going to go to Kittle. Um, they're going to be stacking the box. And Kendrick Bourne's actually a, kind of a big red zone target for the Niners, and I think that like I said, there's going to be some scoring in this game, and I think that you take the leader in receiving touchdowns on the team, plus 340, half unit, Kendrick Board touchdown. That's my third pick. Cool, cool. Sounds sounds great. Really rooting for you. Uh, Joe. Thank you. Okay. So uh, my next bet here, so I've used three units. Uh, my next bet here is going to be on uh, Patrick Mahomes to have over 30.5 rushing yards, minus 149. Now, I like this bet because um, I, I, think the, I feel like the Niners struggle against mobile quarterbacks. It, against Russell Wilson this year in two games, uh, he's had 14 carries for 82 yards. Um, against Kyler Murray this year in two games, he's had 13 rushes for 101 yards and in their one game against Lamar Jackson, he had 16 rushes for 101 yards. So, um, I'm going to take this as I like, I'm, I'm going to take Mahomes to have over 30 and a half rushing yards. I feel like his knee is recovered and, uh, I feel like his running ability is a little bit, um, underrated in relation to how he is. So I'm going to put one unit on that for that over. Over 30 and a half rushing yards. What was the juice? What was the 149. Odds? Minus 149? Yeah. Damn. I have to line shop it a little bit, but yeah. that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. I thought it was like 112, but... I hate all your bets. Great. <laughs> I, I actually hate all of them, too. I love it. <laughs> all right. Uh, my last two, back-to-back, ass-to-ass. First, uh, s- sort of similar to Dominic's, I'm going to take Nicole Hardman... First half touchdown plus seven fifty. That's on uh, DraftKings is offering first quarter and first half touchdown odds. Uh, so I'm taking Hardman in the first half uh, because he scored t- six touchdowns this year, including the playoffs. Five of those six have come in the first half. Four of those six have come in the second quarter. So uh, there's a lot of talk of you know there's value on him. As a first touchdown scorer, I, I personally think the 49ers, you know, if this game goes as I imagine, the 49ers are probably going to score first. Um, so I think Hardman in the first half gives value of, over the full game. Anytime score is 325. So, you know, with a major- almost five, five of his six touchdowns coming in the first half, why would I 
pay three twenty five. You know, why would I cut my eyes in half when generally he only scores in the first half? So I'm taking a little bit of risk uh, with you know this bet because it's going to suck when he you know brings these <laughs> second half kickoff back for a touchdown. That's another thing. You know, he's going to be returning kicks, so there's always that, the option that he could take one to the house. Um, and there should be a decent amount of kickoffs in this game. Uh, so I'm going to put half a unit on that, plus 750. Nicole Hardman, first half touchdown. And then my last pick is going to be for a 49er to score, and that's Kyle Jizz in my ass, Jizziniak, Jizznak. That's right. To score a touchdown anytime during the game. That's uh, plus uh, 800. That's also on uh, DraftKings, the current odds on DraftKings. Um he hasn't been used in the passing game the past uh, few weeks in the playoffs or at all. Uh, during the year, he caught, uh, you know, there, he never caught more than two passes in a game, but he was definitely used. I think he had maybe like 10 catches on the year. He's definitely used during yeah. the season out of the backfield. I think that um, you're going to see Jimmy G using a lot of play action. They're one of the best play action teams in the league. Uh, you're going to see Shanahan try to get Jimmy G some easy completions, uh, especially because he hasn't thrown the ball too much uh, in the past few weeks. And the uh, Chiefs linebackers aren't the best uh, in covering running backs. So I could definitely see either, you know, a play-action pass in, you know, on the five-yard line, have him, you know, roll out, hit the jizz man in the flat and going for a touchdown or even just hand it off to him. Uh, on the one yard line, let him go in. So it's a it's a little bit of a risk uh, for a guy that hasn't really scored too many touchdowns this year. I think it's like two, maybe if if that many. I can't uh, have the stats department look it up. Uh, but I'm going to put a half unit on him, the secret weapon, the jizz man, uh, plus seven fifty uh, to score a touchdown anytime during the game. Joe, <laughs> not bad. All right, so uh, my last uh, prop bet is going to be for uh, Debo Samuel to score a touchdown at any point in time, plus 150. Uh, we're going to toss one unit on that. Um, just kind of feel like it. We're going to do that. Like him. Feel like he's been playing well this season. And uh, I think that there's going to be a point where Jimmy G like needs to throw the ball, and uh, we're going to go to Debo over there. So that's my last bet. Great analysis. Don. Very convincing. Yes. Um, so my last pick, I got 0.5 units left on the bet slip bankroll. Um, this bet is going to be kind of a hedge on what I think the, um, game script is going to look like. Um, I've talked a lot about how I like the Niners, um, but it's just tough to, you know, be rooting against a Pat Mahomes in the fourth quarter kind of thing. Um, and I do think, you know, the Chiefs have come out slow in the both of the two playoff games they've played. Uh, the Niners have looked sharp from the get-go in both of their games. So I think that this could be, you know, a Niners first half kind of thing. And then, you know, Chiefs coming back in the, in the fourth quarter, just kind of Mahomes cementing his legacy in this fourth quarter comeback. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put 0.5 units on a fourth quarter comeback plus 285 on points bet. This means that a team needs to be losing in the third quarter and then ends up winning the entire game. Um, I just think that this is a close game, plus 285 is good odds. Um, I think that, you know, 
it, it sucks. It'll suck if both teams are tied after the third quarter and this bet doesn't even register um, or I just lose automatically. But I just think that having a fourth quarter comeback bet, no matter who the team is on, um, I think that this is a close game. So let's just uh, kind of make sure all of our options are covered with uh, fourth quarter comeback plus 285 on points bet 0.5 units. And that is my five unit bet slip. All right. So those are those are five unit bet slips. Um, Are there any other props you want to mention that you also like uh, outside Um, this contest? I I would be remiss not to talk about just for a little bit. The Chiefs have given up the most receiving yards to running backs all season. Um, I like the Raheem Mostert over twelve and a half receiving yards. It's like minus one twelve, but it's moving up. Um, You know, but. Shanahan's been known to switch the running backs up, and it could be tough. But um, the Chiefs do have that—that that, you know, most receiving yards given up to running backs. But um, other than that, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend throwing money at the Gatorade props or Demi Lovato in the anthem. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, there are good props out there. Um, there is one that I've just become infatuated with, and just have been obsessing over, and it's so stupid. It's on William Hill. Uh, (laughs) I think it's minus 112 right now on both sides. It's Nicole Hardman over under 28 and a half longest kick return. And I have gone deep into this. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Hardman... uh, over he's had over the past two games he's had over 20 uh, a return over 28 and a half it's only been one though and he's had i think four uh, he's had he had a 58 yard return against the texans and he had six returns so he had six chances and then 35 yard return he had on four chances against the titans um on average for the year he his average was 26 and a half so that's you know thinking on returns no it's a kick return aren't punts kicks no uh the 49ers uh they allowed a 30 a 39 yard return against minnesota and 22 against green bay uh their their kicker their kickoff guy which is their punter because robbie gold's leg is going to fall off as we talked about earlier uh, Mitch Wisnowski has a 51% touchdown uh, touchback rate. So that's 49 and 96 on the year. And he has allowed the second most return yards of any kicker um, in, in, in the NFL. So a lot of this is me thinking over, over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you know? But, know. but, Hard Rock Stadium is a top 10 stadium for touchbacks in the NFL. And the Dolphins kicker, and that's with the Dolphins kicker not being in the top 10 for touchbacks. So, like, it's just good for touchbacks. Um, just the, Do- the like Dolphins the kicker flow? had the sixth worst average kickoff distance in the NFL, but Dolphins Stadium was top 10 in touchbacks. So, with all that being said, I think the un- it's going to be you know a lower scoring game than people think. So, there's not going to be as many chances for Hardman to get these returns. Um, so, I think I'm going to take under 28 and a half. Nicole Hardman, longest return, kick return. 
Because you got touchbacks. I, I I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I would I would say it's a good I get what you're getting at. I don't know why I became obsessed with this, but now I have to bet it. <laughs> Terry is so All right, good guys. right now. Yeah. Uh, well, Dominic, listen, Dominic, for, uh, anything else, Dominic? Come true. Yeah. And having me on for the uh, Super Bowl Ozcast, even even despite my health. How's so, your? Uh, um, how's your? Like, what did they prescribe you? Did you get anything good? It's just like a heavy duty antibiotic, not not any amoxicillin. It's nice. Just a C. I don't really. Know oh, I just is. got that one too. Yeah, I, I don't know Dom. what it is. Well, if you're not going to be able to get that refilled unless you pick who's going to win this game. Before you go, three, two, one. I'm telling you, man, it's tough. I, it really is. I, I, I would flip a coin right now and right. do, so it, do but it. Yeah, you can bet on it. Actually, I'm not picking the game. I'm really not. All right, fine. Heads or tails for the for the coin toss. Uh, heads. All right, it's the 49ers. There you go. 49ers. Yeah. So right. you heard it here first. Heads on the coin toss. Dominic DeLeo <laughs> on the 49ers heads. Just take, take, you know, a mortgage out and put it on heads. That's what it was last year, wasn't it? Is that what we bet last year? Heads? It hit. I won last year. Anyway. Are you a head guy or thank, a tail guy? Thank you, Dominic. Uh, hey, thank for joining you, Terry. Us. Get well soon. Thank- we'll, we'll catch up with you next, next week. Hopefully yeah, hopefully that you're better. Hopefully you're better and you're not dead. Hopefully. Dominic, in the event that you die, is there anything you'd like to tell the listeners? Uh, you know, just keep the dream going. You know, it's, uh, it's nice to see all the tributes out there, but keep the dream going. All right. Keep the dream going. Rest in peace. All right. right. Dominic. (laughs) Bye. Wow. And we're back. Uh, so after that break, um, we're back here. No, we're back. We're, uh, we're, we're refreshed And, and we're back. We're back. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we're back. And, uh, you know, we, we're going to take a trip. Let's fire up the RV. We'll pick him up again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him back. We we'll could, back yeah, we could have strapped him to the roof, but it's we'll leave him where like he is. Shit. It yeah, might need no. some fresh air anyway. We need a new muffler. <laughs> so uh, I, where, where should we go? This is, are you going to drive? I'll drive. Okay. Let me let me type into the let me just randomize the GPS and we'll just we'll just start driving. Let's do it. Louisiana. <gasps> wow. The bayou. Below sea level. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go get some gumbo. Little jumbo. Have, have you ever been to New Orleans? Uh, no, I heard it smells like shit. It does. I was there. <laughs> I was there kind of recently, and um, it it really does not smell like good at all. Like I live in the swamps, so I'm pretty sure I'd be used to it. Have you ever been there? No. It's but it's really it's something else. Like I recommend going once and then never returning. Hot day in the swamps will get you. It I smells lo- like shite. It, we went on like a walking tour, which was fun. I, it was like a walking beer tour, so that was good. Okay. Um. Because you can uh, you can Drink walk in the walk. Street, you can walk in the streets there and like what a it's, concept it's drinking and walking wow yeah it's a lot to do for some people but let me tell you it was so hot <laughs> like we were just like it, it was it was tough it was tough but um we got back to it it was kind of like a sauna like you sweat out all your toxins yeah. um but except you were just sweating out all your 
water. The only good thing is that because it smells so bad there as a whole, you individually are like a drop in the bucket. So even if you smell, it's kind of hard to smell you. Well, I feel like you're just so drunk <laughs> that no one really cares. That too. That's the point. Yeah. And there's boobs. So I do. I love. I know you're a boob guy. And I love Cajun food. Oh. So it's, I really want to go. It's and cool. I love Popeye's. And they have, you know, Cajun you know, food. Everybody loves a Popeye's. That's what Cajun food well, is, right? you know right? what they say, though? They say that Popeye's is more, it's, that's just authentic food down there. Like, that's, it's better in, the, in Louisiana. Kind of like, uh, like a Guinness in Ireland? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Okay, wow. I might I, have to make the trek they then. never run out of the chicken sandwich in Louisiana. It has something to do with the chickens being locally raised. I Interesting. Think. So. Um, All right, guys, quick facts. Uh, okay. Give me the capital. Uh, Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I froze like an ass. Yeah. I knew that. I got one. You're starting to come up in the uh, world of the facts regarding states and geography. Yeah. You've, you've been studying, and the other two are really starting to trail off here. Not I got, so much, I got complacent. Mostly Dom. Oh, well, yeah, Dom. I, uh, Dom I is truly shaken to his core as to whether or not he knows any state capitals anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's happened, but, you know, we've been, we've been on the come up. Um... When was it admitted over under Louisiana purchase? Yeah, but I think after that, that was the territory, <laughs> bitch. Okay, how much, I know, was, it, I was, how much was it per acre again? It was something like, like a it was only, was it like, yeah, it was cents? only purchased for like I think one point something million. <laughs> Forty-one dollars per cubic acre. Is that what it was? I have no idea. Sounds right though, yeah. right? Could you imagine being able to buy like like land like that? No, I'm a millennial. That's a true. Good point. I can um, imagine overpaying for a sliver of land to live on with no equity and no no yeah. future stake in it. Or paying half my salary in rent and not owning anything. Yeah, like tilling my own farm and then giving all the food away for free to the landowner. Yeah. It's called a fiefdom. So it was... The Louisiana purchase was $15 million. Oh, wow. And the United States added about 13 states worth of territories at less than three cents per acre. Wow. Do we know what that is adjusted for inflation? That's like, two, that's like two mid-level exceptions in the NBA. There are more. Okay, so if you adjust it for inflation, still, it's at $8.5 billion. Yeah. Okay. I think there's more real. There's more. I don't know if that's like actually right. But yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm right. just, whatever. Either way. Great deal, Thomas Jefferson, consummate uh, negotiator. Waffle lover. Uh, I thought you were going to say consummate professional. I was like, I don't know. Knows knows the deal. Knows the art of the deal. Yeah. He read the book. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So was it over under the sixteenth and a half? Over. Under. Terry got the first over I think <laughs> we've ever had. Damn it. See, nice. I, that's what I was I would say twenty one. It's eighteen. Oh. Yeah, just slightly right Damn. there. Price the right amount. All right, so a couple of notable people from there. Um I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> so no one? Uh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, Ed Orgeron. Obviously. Reese Witherspoon. Is she? Yeah. Well. Wow. You'd never tell. There's no accent there. I really don't I can't really think of any Louisianites. There's definitely somebody like associated with jazz. You can, there's one you're going to totally be like, oh, yeah, duh. Terry Bradshaw. Oh, oh really? Right, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Tim sure. McGraw. Okay. Oh, what's the political guy? The Raging Cajun? I don't know. 
I don't know. You yell Raging Cajun so much. I don't know if you're talking about a specific person. <sighs> yeah, you whatever. Just go, like, it's it. the political guy. He's bald. He's in uh, uh, old school. Yeah, I'm still not getting it. Yeah, okay. Whatever. All right, moving on. So uh, what, what uh, games do we have? DJ Khaled, too. All what right. Fuck? Wow. Yeah. Stop yelling. Jesus. I was, you know. All right. So <laughs> we're, I'm let's a see shook. what. I just thought he like oozed out of Miami one day. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, so let's look at some games. Uh, football is over. Saints lost again in the playoffs. Just cannot fulfill that Whee! potential. Tigers. Uh, you know, Tigers, you know, they've won. They're good. They don't have to win for another 10 years. Coach is there forever. Uh, I guess we got basketball. Got oh, we got one. Yeah, we got what the Pellies? <laughs> yeah, we got the Pellies. The Pelicans are at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. You know what this is? The Memphis Morants. Yes, that's exactly what this is. So we have the um, the New Orleans Zions versus the Memphis Morants. So this is kind of an interesting game. Which here. one of them play for the Knicks? Uh, neither of them, unfortunately uh, enough. Damn. Although Alfred Payton just got suspended one game for shoving the shit out of Jay Crowder. That was so awesome. That was, I like kind of respected it, considering the fact that the Grizzlies were up by like 18 with 50 seconds to go. But just that was just not the way to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm seeing a line of five. Yeah. Who are we take? It's actually I, I'm grabbing. I see right now it's four and a half. Oh wow! So um, it opened at four and a half. It might you might be able to catch that since Pod's going to be out uh, in quick relation to when this game is. Um, but if it's not, it's five. Uh, I think we can take that. I think that that's a good line. I think the Pelicans are the better team. Um, and I don't think that this line is like an overcorrection to Zion being active or anything like that. Like the Pelicans are just better than the Grizzlies, in my opinion. Um, and they might be a playoff team. Outside yeah. shot. Wow. Hey, uh, I'll, I'll follow that. I like, I like the Pellies. I think they're a fun young team. I think it's good. Uh, yeah, I got to see. I went to the Knicks game and they were played against the Pelicans and they and not the not the last one. Uh, kind of, you went what like a couple weeks yeah, ago, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Pelicans are good. I mean, uh, you got Slenderman out there, Brandon Ingram. He's been playing really well. Probably yeah. should have been an All Star reserve. I'm not a hundred percent sure if he is or not. Um, I'm not sure. So I kind of want to check right now. So but that's what I we're mean, doing. yeah. All right, Corey. You, you cool? You cool with the Pellies? Yeah, dog. I'm All a fisherman. Yeah, Brandon Ingram fish. is an all-star reserve. Well, well deserved. Very well deserved. Um, and uh, I think that we're gonna go. Like, you, you just gotta take the Pelicans. They're a better team. Got to take the Pellies. Yeah, exactly. You gotta take them. Got to hop team. in the RV. And you take home. the Pellies. And we're gonna go there. We're gonna get some crawfish. We're gonna eat some crawfish. We're gonna get some gumbo. We're gonna eat some jambalaya. Maybe stop on Bourbon Street and get a hurricane. And we're gonna pay for it. With Pelicans minus five. Yeah, we all. God bless. Let's See, I'm bourbon with those hurricanes. <laughs> Take those tits out. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God, Joe. Be any, like, what? Uh, you know what's really weird about I, wish, I wish Don was here to just, so I, I could just give him a look sandwich where we just stare at him like, what the <laughs> fuck just came out of your mouth? <laughs> you got to bring yeah. your own beads. Oh, my God. All right. So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Hold on. Do you know that this state has three nicknames? Louisiana? Yeah. What? The Bayou State? That's one. The Raging Cajuns? Still not that. I don't know. <laughs> what are the other two? The Creole State and the Pelican State. There you go. That's How why they're the Pellies. How the fuck that happened? The Pellies, dude. They can do whatever they want. I don't whatever. care. 
That's cool. They have cool nicknames. Sorry, I feel like cool. it should have had something to do with like bootleg Italy. It's a, it looks like a boot. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're losing it, it here. It smells. Uh, so let's uh, let's make our money. Fan, and get the fuck out. Fan favorite segment. Uh, we're moving on to the inclusive parlay. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. 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 Down to the depths, whatever mutton they thought of parlay. I don't know when the last time we won one. Don't look at me. I look at remember. Joe or Dominic, who is not here. Hopefully, we'll get a winner this week with uh, producer Corey filling in. Feeling uh, strong. With Corey, you know, filling in as as the I guess guest in our in our three way, oh, the ooh. newcomer. We'll let him went from s- holding the camera to jumping in the bed. Yep, we'll uh, we'll let you set the tone. That way, you know you can you know dip dip a toe into the ocean before right. you jump on in. Let's start out east and work our way west. Okay, all right. Premier League Saturday. Hello, Gabna. We should have known. Bottom two teams. We got West Ham versus Brighton. West Ham has never beaten Brighton, but Brighton sucks on the road. So. The odds that West Ham win, plus 160. Odds Brighton wins are plus 175. We're looking at a plus 230 for a draw. A tie? Okay, it's not a tie, no bet scenario. No. So I'm actually going to get bold enough to make a pick and not just a draw on this one. Okay. Although I think my draw was, are you gonna was bet, a more bold pick last time. Are you going to So you're not going to bet individual team over like goals or something like that? Hell no. Winner okay. loser. So you're, no picking, you're picking a winner? Yeah, I think it's going to be like a 2-1. Hope game. you're listening, yeah. Dominic. So this is how you pick a winner, Dom. Um, or at least a team, Dom. Um, we're going to go with Brighton. If a team has never beaten you before, I'm kind of going to roll with that narrative. I like it. Even though Brighton sucks on the road. Who Brighton hasn't beaten West Ham? West Ham's never beaten Brighton. Oh. I think they've okay. met, I think they have, out of like seven matchups, they've never Who's won. Who's home? Who's home pitch? West Ham's home. Oh, okay. Brighton isn't West good on the road. They're 2-14 and 14 on the road recently. Okay. But... They've got their number, and I think West Ham is going to be too eager. I think they're going to be fouling left and right at the beginning of the Ooh, game. A little counterattack. So what is it? It's Brighton what? Plus what? Uh, Brighton plus 175. So they're slightly the dog here, but just slightly. They're both dogs, technically. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Terry, what are you looking at? Uh, I'm going to go to the big game, the big Super Bowl. We're going to oh. go down to Welcome to Miami. Miami. We could take a boat all the way from England. Oh, uh, we could. Yeah. Uh, against, that's that's a tough ride, though, against the Gulf. Uh, I guess you ride the top part of the stream. Whatever. Anyway. Trade wins. Um, so J-Lo is performing at halftime, and we're looking at songs. No, just kidding. I'm not Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you're speaking to me." I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a little risky. I'm going, I'm buying in. Uh, this is a, this is an homage to our, our friend Dominic, general, usual host of of the podcast, uh, with the narratives, and I believe in my narrative that the 49ers are going to score first. Do I think they'll score a touchdown? I don't, I'm not sure. Do I think they'll score a field goal? Yeah, I think they'll at least score a field goal. Uh, and I think, you know, with the jitters and whatnot. Uh, so I, I think the field goal is more likely. So going to the props market, uh, points bet has it right now. Uh, the other sites do, but the, the odds I'm looking at on points bet are plus 390, almost 4-1 to one for the first scoring play of the game to be a San Francisco 49ers field goal. 
you know, you have you have football. Shit I have football. So a lot of balls being kicked. Uh, it's a manlier way to handle it. It is. Wow. It is. Don't use your hands. Uh, so, you know, we have our first two legs. Joe, how are you going to ruin this for us? We are going to pick up the ball. Okay. Uh, we are going to make it round. Okay. And we are going to go to Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. Okay. And we are going to bet on the Thunder money line on the road. This game is right now it's listed as Pickham. And that is shocking to me as the Thunder beat the Suns by like 18 points about a month ago. The Thunder are expon are an exponentially better team than the Suns. And if you look at their last 10 games, the Thunder are 7 and 3 straight up versus the Suns are 6 and 4 straight up. But if we look at the spread, the Thunder are seven and three against the spread, and the Suns are four and six. Joe spreading butts again. Yep. I'm looking at the Thunder here. I like them as a road dog. They've thunder. Been, the, Thunder's, the Thunder. The Thunder as a road dog have been a very profitable this season, and uh, we're gonna take them. Uh, we're gonna take them because it looks like. I, I could see this line going to where the Suns become the favorite uh, just because of the home team, and I think that that's a huge mistake. Okay. Um, so Thunder, Thunder money line here. When's this game? Tomorrow or today. Today. This Friday. Is like best okay, so we're going Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday. <clears throat> Let's win some money. Oh, uh, I had the odds up. The odds on that are uh, 240 to 1. 247 to 1. So plus 2471. Yes. Or plus 2470. Yes. That's fat. We can make it all back here. Yeah. If we win this one, we're good. Well, uh, yeah, 24 to 1. Did I say 247? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're going to be millionaires. Closer, closer to 25 to 1. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, 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 uh, it's been a long day. So uh, uh, so what, what were you going to say? Off, on a different note. Not inclusive parlay. Related. Yeah, let's let's wrap it. We've kept these these nice people that have listened to this long enough. I know. Let's get them out of here. I just want one quick thing. Uh, R.I.P. Kobe. But in the passing of Kobe, I think that there is something to be said for the NBA, uh, where narratives do seem to come into play for awards. The NBA does not really like to give away back to back MVPs. Um, Giannis is the favorite right now to win the MVP. Um, he's actually like under like minus 100 i think he's like minus 140 right now lebron is still like plus 500 i have bet on lebron a couple times so far this year to win the mvp this narrative i think is now the perfect fit um with the passing of kobe you're gonna have lebron playing with like with more even more of a vengeance than before um luka Doncic just got hurt james harden has had a bad month um, I think that this is essentially a two-man MVP race between LeBron and Giannis. And this might be one of the last times where, you know, like LeBron's getting older. This might be one of the last times where he's really in a position to win an MVP award. I like the narrative this year and plus 500 odds. I think that that's great value in what I think is a two-man MVP race. So I'm sprinkling some more on LeBron MVP. There we go. So uh, that's your M- that's your MVP corner. Just MVP corner. Uh, so let's get these people out of here. Uh, Pods, Pods and Rex, baby. All right. Who wants Corey, to go first? Corey. Producer Corey. I'm going first. Okay. I'm going to recommend not taking your life for granted. There you go. Uh, I was on a plane that had to have an emergency. <laughs> 
landing. Uh-huh. I was heading to Colorado. Uh-huh. And I fell asleep immediately, as I do on most planes. You know, cabin pressure knocks me out. I can't sleep on planes. I love sleep. It doesn't last. It's just the first 20 to 30 minutes, and then I'm wide awake. Uh, And I woke up to the site of the Empire State Building that was remarkably close to my window. Okay. And uh, what went through your head at that moment? uh, Karma, (laughs) probably, for some jokes that I've said in the past. But aside from that, um, I hear the announcement that we have to make an emergency landing. Some kind of, uh, you know, heat sensor going off. We land. The cavalry of ambulances and fire trucks are right behind us as we land. Nice. Came in real hot. Cool. Uh, probably the best entrance I've ever had in my life, if I'm going to be totally honest. Nice. Um, I might, might have peaked on that. Did you get to Did you get to slide down the slides? No, which was very disappointing because we Damn. all thought, if this is emergent. I mean, that's... that's that would have been a story. Yeah, I probably would have been, been. There would have been a video. Imagine like actually news. being. I was in row two. I was going to be the first one out of uh, there. Yeah. So, were you? In, you weren't in like one of those emergency exit rows. No. The, no. I, imagine being in one of those and actually actually having to open to the do door. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I pulled something in my shoulder. I just said that for the extra leg room. <laughs> I lied when I said yes. I was willing to assist. I don't. <laughs> they I, never actually check. It's I the best. I wasn't yeah. ready. So uh, yeah, you know, life is fragile. Uh, Grab life by the balls. Yeah. And kick them. That's fragile, too. Joe? All right. Um, <laughs> so my recommendation is, uh, is I don't even know if it's like a real, I don't know if it's like a real chain or not, but um, we've had a taqueria. It's been fantastic. I really enjoy their food. Um, but I, re- in particular, their habanero salsa is fantastic. Um, I recommend habanero salsa. I think it adds a lot of flavor. I was sick over the weekend, and uh, it really, I think, breathed new life into my taste buds. Yeah. Opens you up. Um, yeah. So get it was, the, it was great. It was going. really good. And uh, I, I'm going to be a little bit of a slut this week. I have two recommendations. <laughs> you <Yeah>. dirty, dirty <laughs> Joe. Yeah, yeah, I've been wow. going to bed earlier. And like by earlier, I mean like I've been going to bed, like I'm in bed at like 10, 45, 11. And nice, for right? me, it's that's so early. I normally go to bed. I had been going to bed at like one o'clock and you know, I have, it's, it's kind of nice because not only am I more rested, but it's kind of like fucking with me a little bit because I'm waking up at like three 30 in the morning. And I'm like, I think I need to wake up and I don't, and I get to wow. go back to sleep and it's awesome. But also, it gives me a nice little surprise because the West Coast basketball games that I bet on, I get a little bit of a surprise when I wake up at 3.30. I'm like, ooh, that bet hit. And I can go back to sleep. It's I mean, fantastic. Yeah. I, do, I do enjoy the nights where I put in bets and don't watch them or just go to sleep and wake up and you win. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, like, I recommend going to bed early after having a little bit of habanero salsa and definitely betting a West Coast game. So that way you have that little bit of a Christmas morning feeling. Yeah. Tough shit for all you listeners on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Going to bed early. I'm going to recommend investing uh, frugally. Ah. No, I'm just kidding. tell. Um, (laughs) Really diversify your 401k. Is that not what this is about? (laughs) As you go to bed early. (laughs) Tell your children you love them. Well, Corey is going to have to start <laughs> saying that, too. Uh, I, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. <laughs> what, uh, having kids? <laughs> I'm going to recommend a TV show. This is this goes out to my boy, Dami D. We've been talking a lot about him. We miss you, bud. Uh, it's called Pandemic. It's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's about how the flu uh, is going to kill us all. It, it's very topical <laughs> with the, the coronavirus and uh, just basically that the next, the next flu is going to come from an animal. It's going to spread across the world uh, because I guess I didn't know that the flu in 1918 killed like 50 million people, yeah, like wiped a out a crazy yeah. amount of our population. You know, it's like easily avoidable too, right? Uh, what the flu or the, what? why? Sh- oh, shots, masks. Oh, yeah, shots. Oh, uh, yeah, vaccine. Yeah, they're they're. The, you know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a cool. It's a it's a good um, a good mix of people. You got doctors. You got a doctor in a small town in Oklahoma, I think. And you got like a doctor in the city uh, who like does runs the emergency, like basically how to you know runs the entire hospital system there doing the emergency like if there is like an epidemic or a pandemic or so they have like a quarantine protocol yeah yeah they do (laughs) and like one of them was like they were showing how they would treat like uh because part of it was during like uh, 2016 or i guess through now is the ebola outbreak in africa uh or the congo um so like they you saw them run it you know do the whole quarantine protocol for that um there's this one blonde haired old man with like hair down to his shoulders those guys are wild cubs yeah Yeah. i don't know did he have like a cowboy hat too no i don't know what he did he was always walking by himself in these pictures (laughs) in southeast asia just looking looking at farm animals it was very confusing what his act like everyone else you knew what their job was what their role was what they were doing their purpose in the documentary and then there's just this old man with long hair just walking around Southeast Asia talking to farmers. Just like, I have no idea what the point of this guy what do you think is his childhood doing was like in this documentary. I don't know what his job was. He just survived. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's it's very informative and it's very interesting. And but one of them is like an anti-vaxxer um, in Oregon. So and like the bills that are trying to pass there. So it's like a cool confluence of people and you learn some history about you know the flu in nineteen eighteen, which again like killed like fifty million people and it traveled all across the world when there was no uh airplanes. So did that's World terrifying. War One have something to do with that yes, outbreak? It did. It did. But um just the fact that there were no airplanes and it managed to make its way all the way across the world. We are fucked. So now there's a lot more airplanes. Yeah. So it, it's impressive. Um, yeah. So it's a good watch. I think it's like six, six episodes, seven episodes. Um, but yeah, uh, that one's, that one's for you, dummy. I'm not definitely bad. not going to be sleeping tonight. Uh, so that's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough watch. Uh, yeah. so, you know, hopefully between now and next week, you'll hear us again. Uh, and Dom doesn't have the coronavirus and yeah. pass it on to us. He's sucking on limes as we speak. Uh, yeah. But the, on the plus side, you'll probably get to hear from us a little bit sooner because, you know, this Friday app coming out here. Yeah. We're on um, short rest this week. Dad we joke are. Fridays. It's nice. Rest. So it's like we played uh, It's like we played the Monday night game. Quick yeah. turnaround. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, be, we'll, be, we'll be fresh and we'll give you a little Super Bowl recap and, and where to go from there. You know what's next, boys? XFL. Oh. oh, hell yeah. So and football's not going anywhere. We're in the jungle right now with that. We yeah. know nothing. Yeah. So we we'll, got we'll, XFL, we'll give Oscars, you, yeah. actually. So, uh, so MLS is coming soon. Yeah. yeah. We'll, so We're coming in hot. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're all panicking that football's going to be gone next time we talk. Sports. We got you. But we'll get you. We got we you. Got you. We'll we get got you. you. We'll get you. We'll get you there. We'll yeah. get you, you like the flu. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get you. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. All right. So that was, that was the Oddscast episode 21 signing off. It's Terry Takes with Joe Delaire, producer Corey. You also heard Dominic DeLeo on there earlier. Feel better, buddy. God bless.
first step, um, you know, is awareness. And, you know, I'm trying my best to get this virus um, out of my body. But, you know, the more people know about it, the better. You know, we're not recording you. You're just talking to your friends right now. <laughs> uh, what's up? <laughs> I had a whole spiel planned. So you've been thinking that you've had bronchitis after sharing bronchitis water with somebody like a week and a half ago and you just went to the doctor today well because i didn't yesterday i didn't have i got a fever yesterday like it was like i was managing it i just thought i had like a cough and then it just turned bad yesterday and i've had a fever what the bronchitis literally just like slow played you what is pre-bronchitis i don't know you'll have to ask my doctor sinus infection what, uh, what part of Billy McBride do you think had to do with this? I forgot I went there. That's so like the all of that. ground. Oh, that, that probably killed my immune system now I think about it. I think it was dead when you got there and then you just scooped up whatever was in the room. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can blame Willie McBride for this entirely. Everything's great. Except for your health. Yeah.